0: What is up
1: everyone and welcome back to the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. We here we are with episode <laughs> Dead We Back. It is a Dead We Back partially because of the lockout, partially because Brian and I just I'm died working sad out. <laughs> <laughs> But here I am. I am Noah one of your three hosts. I am joined by Brian and Adam, as always. Brian, why are you sad?
2: Man, baseball just—it's not going to start on time. I am uh, what you call not optimistic.
0: <laughs> wow, it's taking you this long to be not optimistic.
2: No, I haven't been not optimistic.
0: <laughs> I've been not optimistic for a while, but like yeah.
2: it's starting to look real. Like it's starting to look like we might miss significant time. And yep, I'm it's- not a
0: fan of that. Yeah, it's not, it's looking, yeah, about as bad as it has ever looked.
1: Yes, like, I'm definitely at this point of the lockout where I'm... I just want, well, I mean, I'm not entirely there because, yeah, I just want baseball to start already, but I'm not, like, just at any, absolutely any measures because that would likely mean just, uh, definitely the players just folding to the owners for that to happen yeah exactly which i do not want to happen um but i also just want baseball already this is this is quickly
0: looking like we're gonna become a minor leagues and kbo podcast dude (laughs) i'm gonna be all about the minor leagues though (laughs) if that happens let's go san jose giants
1: oh yeah (laughs) or our our basketball podcast i was just watching a suns game they're playing the pelicans and uh two of my favorites one of Adam's favorites uh mm-hmm. Jonas Valanciunas and CJ McCollum are now both on the Pelicans and that just like kind of hurt my mind for a second <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I mean I'll talk about my boy Jonathan Cominga. that dude is a beast
0: we'll talk about my other boy DeMar DeRozan having oh. a straight up MVP second half
2: uh yes yeah. Curry's MVP um <laughs>
0: no no he's not
3: <laughs> no he ain't
2: okay uh baseball so uh jeff Passon two days ago tweeted something and i just want to read this so they set mlb set this like artificial deadline right and it's monday and it's like if we agree by monday we can start the regular season on time and everyone's like oh start season on time excitement Mm -hmm. well jeff pat jeff Passon, that was really hard for me to say for some reason tweeted five days before the mlb deadline Here's the gaps we still have, and this is as of two days ago. For the CBT, which is the collective, I don't know exactly what CBT represents. Anyways, there's a $31 billion gap between what the players want and the owners want. A lot of money, right? For the uh, pre-arbitration bonus pool, there is a $95 different dollar difference between what the players want and owners want. Minimum salary, 135000 a player difference, And the draft lottery, which honestly, personally, I don't really care about the draft lottery either way, whatever, but they're three picks apart right now in the draft lottery. And that's just way too much ground to cover in five days, which is now three days.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's way way too much ground to cover considering how little they talk.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I know this isn't recent news because we were doing every other week, but... I need this to be in the history of our podcast that we at least mention the fact that there was one meeting that lasted 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like
0: yeah. enough time for you to like get settled in your chairs <laughs> and like say hi, shuffle some papers, and then be like, yeah, we don't really want to talk. Easy, easily 10 minutes of that was shaking hands, not even sitting down like
2: four minutes was probably sitting down shuffling papers but 10 minutes was just shaking
1: i'm definitely imagining these people shaking one person's hand for 10 minutes straight
2: (laughs) and then just no 14 minutes straight and then just going you know what
0: no you know let's come back tomorrow i'm now imagining i'm now imagining right it's a room. There's a door on either side and they open it up. And then it's like uh it's like the end of like a little league game where you like you know hey, good game, and then they just go they pass each other in a line, they shake everybody's hands and they just go out the opposite doors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just I don't know. I mean, like Jeff passing, the one thing of optimism optimism he tweeted today is like, oh hey, it looks like they're agreeing on the draft lottery. It's like, oh, great. <laughs>
1: like what I thought was already said, but I guess not.
2: Well, they agreed on having a draft lottery, but there's discussion of how many picks will be in the lottery. So, like, will um, it be the top three picks will it be – because isn't NBA, like, the top, like, 15 or something? Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> so, they were just discussing that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's just – it's just so frustrating. They're meeting more often now. Uh, things have picked up pace, but also, who cares? Just <laughs> – Yeah, read, it's, read
2: Manfred. My my favorite part is today three days before that artificial deadline oh rob manfred is here today yeah. why is he showing up three days before the deadline
0: well, yeah. it's it's insane that he's not been there
1: every time oh, <laughs> it's, man, it's so funny when you hear stuff like that or just like they like the Rob Manfreds here today are like they met for two hours today and it's like <laughs> like they're expecting some like standing ovation
3: yeah it's
2: like <laughs> bro what has Rob Manfred been doing if he hasn't been like he's the commissioner of baseball like it's his job to be there
0: yeah I it's nuts I mean everybody's and, and like from the outside everybody's just getting like more mad too because it's just, it's just less chance that we get a proper season. Oh, we're, we're not.
2: <laughs> and you know the worst part about this is this is going to go on so long where we're going to get to a point like the COVID season where now we're missing games and we have to negotiate pay and how that's going to work. So yep. the problem is yeah. once they finish these negotiations, they're going to have to negotiate again to how to do the season with missing games.
1: Yeah. It's either so, that
2: or miss another season, miss a season, which I'm not a fan of.
1: Yeah, so some ex- exciting news with some sad news wrapped in it uh with my parents and sister over the summer in june i will be going to boston for the first time oh, ever yeah. and visiting fenway park maybe seeing a red sox game who knows maybe just <laughs>
0: seeing an empty stadium
1: yeah <laughs> which should be cool i guess yeah uh,
0: it's still it's still a landmark right like, at least you
2: can look at it take a picture <laughs> yeah of it.
1: but uh yeah my- see the field yeah my my dad was asking me is like well what's do you know what the schedule's gonna look like if we miss games and for the most part i've heard that it's like we're just gonna pick up wherever we can games will be canceled before it and we're not rescheduling because that'll be too hard Yeah, Uh, but hopefully that's the case and hopefully we're up and going by mid-june so uh hopefully yeah but uh it's it's yeah i don't know i i'm just so exhausted with this lockout um but yeah Yeah. i don't know i like
2: i just don't even want to talk about the lockout anymore it's just frustrating honestly
0: yeah i mean it's just annoying when like you have owners who are just seemingly you want to read the rosenthal quote oh god oh oh, yeah the, the ken rosenthal quote is scathing um or he's like yeah the owner's strategy from the start was to squeeze the union until regular season games were in jeopardy all the while recoiling in disgust when the player serfs rejected their crumbs and refused to view them as benevolent despots
3: it's just up. like
0: man <laughs> well like there's nothing wrong with the statement that's
2: the crazy thing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just also like accurate. a quote from Dune, like when Baron Harkonnen's like, <laughs> like squeeze everything out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that just seems yeah. like the owner's strategy. And, um, yeah, and yeah. the, the strategy also just well, yeah, it's like being trying like squeeze as well as just wait for so long that the. Uh, fans get upset at the players and yeah. view them as overly greedy because well, it's like you know what we're owners we're already like pretty much super villains let's yeah <laughs> let's dude try. oh like the
0: other one yeah i mean speaking of like super villains the owners straight up put in like a like a one of their proposals was um so like the number of minor league roster spots that a team can have is 180 and the, the owners are like yeah let's cut that down to like 150 let's just knock out 30 minor league spots for every team like yeah, that's... come on man that's the one thing that they've got right now is the fact that minors might the minor leagues might uh, you know come out of this somewhat unscathed the unpaid
1: um, intern league you mean yeah the other
0: yeah the <laughs> intern league yeah the uh, indentured servants um yeah the other crazy thing
2: the other crazy narrative the owners are pushing is that like for some reason it's become that owning a baseball team is like a bad financial yeah venture. like it's As if these teams are losing money. So Jeff Passon today, I don't know how he got it, but he managed to tweet out the money the Braves have made over the last four years.
0: They're the only public team.
2: Yeah. So over the last four years, last year, the Braves made $104 million. Well, you could argue, hey, they won the World Series, right? So, like, maybe that's why that's numbers as high as it is. And then you look at 2020, which was the shortened COVID year. Everybody lost money in 2020 players owners everybody so they lost 53 million which is significant yep but i don't know if you can consider 2020 because it's like, not
0: it's not a season to benchmark any like like yeah. it, like it's not a season that you look at and say that oh that's indicative of like every other season dude the stock market was down in
2: 2020 everything, everything was, was down, down in 2020 it, it's just such a i was thing. down twenty twenty. it was down horrendously but uh not such a hilarious <laughs> But like everything 2020 was just not, we just can't consider that. Right so let's go to 2019. Oh, the Braves made $54 million. Oh, okay. 2018. They made $88 million. Like owning a baseball team makes significant money. Yep. These owners are billionaires and millionaires for a reason because they're smart. They know how to handle money. They wouldn't I mean, be, Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they, know they how wouldn't I was be owning
2: they wouldn't be owning a franchise if they didn't think they'd be making money from it at the end of the day. And I would say there's maybe like five, six, I don't know how many teams that would be willing to lose money to try winning a world series, but that's like your massive teams, like the right. Red Sox, Giants, Dodgers. Right. Or a team like, you know,
0: like Texas Rangers in this last off season, yeah. right? And, like they're, you
2: could probably throw the Mets in there now. Too. Steve money. Cohen would lose money to win a world series. Like, yeah, maybe yeah, probably. Maybe, maybe. I don't I know. Too. We don't know. How. Steve Cohen seems passionate, so I would throw him in that group. Um, but that's the thing. Like, there's a very small group that would be willing to lose money to win World Series. I think. Yeah. And like, I just it's not a bad like these professional sports make so much money.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane that the argument is even attempted to be made that it's like, nah, this is a losing
1: a losing money venture for all of them guess what if it's a losing money venture for you then go do something else you right. know which most of these owners do this isn't their main thing this is like a side thing for a lot of people right and it's well, like yeah nobody gets like like
0: yeah whatever it's it's ridiculous it's like it's just at a, it's just at a point where like it's it's so hard to side on almost anything that the owners say and i can't even imagine like how that also feels as a player yeah
2: and to make it even worse as a player, there's so many fans taking the side of the owners. And now you're sitting there going, like, Am I the bad person?
0: Like, what yeah, are, are we the baddies? Yeah. It well it just don't, uh, get,
1: it, don't get it wrong. We bad. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 bad. bad. <laughs> we bad. We <laughs> bad. But
0: uh Yeah, I don't know. It just sort of uh I don't, know. I don't know it just makes the whole negotiation like you can sort of begin to understand why the negotiation process is like so obnoxiously like drawn out and that they don't want to meet and it's just because like you know players and owners that that relationship is it's a little tender it's a little bit you know sensitive
1: yeah it's a little welcome tender. <laughs> to the first annual chicken tender quiz oh you boy really?
2: chicken brian no. and noah and your
0: what? host adam let's go no. <laughs> adam's our host i am the host I was waiting it was, for Noah to be the The host talks here. are getting a little tender, and we're going to oh. talk about tenders today. Oh. Dang it. It's been too long since we've talked about chicken oh. tenders. Am and- I the only person that had no clue this was happening? You're dang <laughs> <No>. right.
1: <laughs> I forgot but- to mention that in the description of the show. The only show that Brian has no <laughs> clue about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, but worth noting, Noah does not know the questions or any of the answers okay, or anything okay. like that. This was all independent research. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we like quizzes. We like uh, we like trivia. We like stuff, and we like chicken tenders because, dang it, who doesn't like chicken tenders? Um, I mean, you know, if you don't like chicken tenders, we don't I'm like sure, you. you. You probably agree <laughs> with Russia right now. Um, yeah. You're one of those people.
1: Um, <clears throat> okay.
0: <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Uh yeah so let's let's do some chicken tender facts.
1: Well I, I think first off it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. important to describe the genesis of the show. Uh, last uh, Friday I had to go up to Modesto to take a very important test to become a teacher the Rika. Yep. And before the test I was sitting in a black bread diner eating some chicken tenders. As you do. And I was just like I wonder what the update is of the chicken tender situation. And then I thought maybe the owners are stalling in their negotiations until we found a solution to the chicken tender crisis. Yes.
0: <laughs> this, this is why. Which, the, the fact that there is not a solution is why this is taking so long. Yes. Oh uh,
1: but then uh, later in the day being, uh, I hung out with Adam. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about chicken tenders. And then I was like, we got to do some chicken tender research. And then eventually came to we got to do a chicken tender game show and then eventually came to we got to do a chicken tender game show that brian has no idea <laughs> and we're gonna lead into it by saying
2: see at first when i heard the song i was like oh noah's doing this and surprising me and adam no nope, then he said was... hosted by adam and i was nope, like there wait was a second
0: like, <laughs> the, nope the code word was that the talks between the players and owners is tendered. yeah <laughs> anyway yeah so that's how that happened Um. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What Uh, is this trivia then? First question: What year were chicken tenders first made? Multiple choice. No, these are not multiple (laughs) choice. Bro,
2: there's so many years
0: not multiple choice um, bro there's so, so many years. i will i will say I, I will say there is some debate about when chicken tenders first were like actually created but there dude. is some consensus on when they were first called chicken tenders
1: 2005
2: no just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's more recent than we would think because like dude you could argue chicken tenders has been around forever like it's cut up chicken like you could well, chicken there's tenders been been made fried forever, chicken
1: though. legs, but when did we move from the chicken legs or the fried chicken thighs to the chicken tender? Yeah. I'ma go. When did Jonathan Tender invent?
2: I'ma I'ma go in the 1950s, 60s.
1: Okay, you gotta 50s? give gotta give a year. Gotta give okay. a year. Oh, You're I need give
2: a, a specific year, a year. oh my. Give a year. Um 1963
0: all right you you take it back 1969 you got a a location where where do you think this happened uh bro what (laughs) i think it happened in give you a clue it was the united states
2: (laughs) the united states final yeah it was in the u.s oh that
0: that is my final okay
2: all right what fries what fries a lot of food um why i think about where let noah guess his ear
1: okay this is it easy we celebrated the end of World War II oh. by, with the creation of the chicken tenders. Oh, not it wasn't immediately it. after the war ended. Uh, so <laughs> it was in June of 1946. Uh, right. uh, and it w- took place in... Uh, oh. I'm saying Kentucky. Oh, so good old KFC.
0: You
1: know what? Let's go uh i'm gonna go philadelphia
0: oh all right uh well no is closer at least as far as location um but neither of you got the year now that that is shocking shocking. but also (laughs) neither of you got particularly close um so yeah i mean people have uh, okay look it's actually surprisingly difficult to do research about chicken tenders you'd think that people would have like a lot of facts like listed out but they really don't shocking um but uh, yeah, so it seems that they were <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bad quality of a like, oh, great clip so. um, But no, it seems, it seems that uh, the, the consensus is they were first called chicken tenders at a location called the Purity Backroom in Manchester, New Hampshire in 1974 I was pretty Whoa, close I was five years off Yeah, I mean, you know
1: We're <laughs> still celebrating World War Two, then though i
0: mean <laughs> have we ever stopped
1: um are, you know so uh,
0: pretty recent as far as uh you know history is concerned but also recent i mean so recent that this technically hasn't even happened but it has been announced uh we've talked about this on this podcast so if you guys don't know this oh, i'm disappointed i'm definitely not getting it right what team is changing their name
2: for oh, a day no.
0: to the manchester chicken
2: tenders oh wait can we say the like Franchise, or does like it have to be? The I specific mean, minor league team. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't
0: know. E- I don't know either. So I want you to know the team. Bonus points if you know what you know. If you know the affiliate, if you know any other information. But oh no, we've they talked have, about this. They have some dope hats. They do have some dope hats. I don't think the voting has concluded yet. I don't know if they've.
1: Uh... Can you give us a level of minor leagues? <laughs> um,
0: That's not going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Double A. Oh no. Um, hmm.
2: i'm a, I'm gonna throw out a location i have no clue the team name okay but uh you, you said it, they were founded in manchester so i'm gonna go with manchester okay.
1: oh my yeah other Man. than that i got nothing <laughs> i forget the location of this team name but i'm gonna say the iron pigs <laughs> hey great team great team mm
0: you guys sticking with those answers
2: yeah the manchester chicken tenders that's Uh, well i mean
0: that is the new name i was wondering what the uh the the normal name for that team is brian it's the chicken (laughs) tenders oh oh, okay wait so
2: it is manchester
3: well yeah
0: oh oh. no oh wow oh you guys oh yeah fell into it come on you guys don't remember double a affiliate of the blue jays the new hampshire fisher cats uh oh, fisher cats yeah that was close. But, new, but it's, it's mean, manchester's Man- in
2: new hampshire yeah uh, exactly it's I'm manchester right.
0: new hampshire it's Half the new hampshire point, fisher brian. cats they're gonna call themselves the manchester chicken tenders Half i mean point, brian it's a big deal it was a major <laughs> landmark in the episodes and frankly i'm disappointed that you guys forgot
2: you know sometimes it just happens
1: sometimes your focus is too much on chicken tenders that everything else gets blinded <laughs> out just,
0: yeah you can't think so- of anything
1: else <laughs>
0: Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, this is, this is going to be a potentially a, a slightly more difficult question. Um, What more is more difficult? Yeah. Yeah. More difficult. What is, um, what is my go-to chicken tender dipping
1: sauce? Oh no, no. I'm going to say, oh. I'm not going to think I'm Just going to say honey mustard.
2: It's not a bad guess.
1: I, water i'm gonna
0: I'm go with a barbecue <laughs> just a just a
1: classic playing it safe playing it safe
0: playing it safe oh baby someone has a point oh it's brian oh yeah ah, I, am I was a, like it's too simple it's too safe i am such a big fan of just like a good sweet barbecue with chicken tenders oh that I was
2: i was thinking back to the days of when we went to at. b-dubs and they weren't tenders but i was thinking how does adam order his wings and i just always remember him getting the honey barbecue
0: I always, yeah. I always usually get something, yeah, something spicier and then some sort of barbecue. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> and I was just at B-Dubs with Adam. <laughs> and I got barbecue there, too. I was, like, I was too. like, maybe tenders are different. Maybe a plain tender he plays different. I overthought no, it. No, no not <laughs> that different. It. I hate when that it.
0: happens. I don't, also, it, like, Honestly, I, hey, I don't dislike a honey mustard, though. I, I <laughs> was
2: thinking honey mustard until Noah said it. And I was like, well, I'm not huh? going to say the same thing, so. Yeah,
0: that's that's that's. <laughs> fair. Well, uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, talking barbecue. Let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk Texas. Oh. The uh, the Texas Rangers in 2019. This is uh, uh, the the pre-chicken tender shortage days. Um, they were selling in their stadium a, a pretty unique chicken tender. What was it? Do you guys know? A unique chicken tender. It was a, it was a pretty unique chicken tender that they were selling at concessions at their stadium is it like unique in like length or it like is it is amount? unique it is unique you
2: can't you can't he can't specify can't specify i'm selling but if I'm you even get if sold, you even
1: get close i'm
2: saying they sold
1: a foot long chicken tender okay i'm gonna say they sold You know i was thinking along the same lines um, i'm just thinking how else could you get unique with it like
2: yeah
1: i'm gonna say they sold texas shaped chicken tenders
2: Ooh, <laughs> that would, i'm a fan of that one all, uh, right, that would, all right i would so, always go to argue that's so, no longer a tender,
0: and that would yeah, be a yeah well you know whatever <laughs> now now i'm, I'm just, i wanted I just to say wanna, blank, i just want to pick your brains here i just want to pick what would you have called this unique chicken tender that you guys are uh, that you're pitching to me here uh, it's got to have a good name right because it's you know the girthy tender. I don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, I can't think of anything other than the- what about tender, Texas? Oh, it's the T- Texas tender,
0: right? Texas uh, tender. Yeah, Texas that's tender. Is pretty. guess pretty good. Yeah, Texas. All tender. right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this point to Brian. Oh. So it was uh, the exact dimensions were not strictly a foot. I actually think oh, it okay. was larger than that, but it was oh. a two pound chicken tender oh that they sold it came oh my god <laughs> it came on a better price it was twenty seven dollars and fifty cents and the name the name is it was called the foul pole oh, wow. f-o-w-l like birds the foul pole oh my what an awesome
2: you know awesome boy, the- item <laughs> for the price food usually is at a ballpark 27 bucks mm-hmm. for a two pound tender
0: that, right that's not bad
1: i feel like <laughs> awesome. i'd rather i would rather have several smaller tenders though i, I don't know i'd rather I mean, have two pounds of multiple tenders than one giant I mean, look, it's, that's I, i'm a degenerate that's so fair. i wouldn't care but I'd i
0: want it. to be able to say that i bought a foul pole because what i name. <laughs> um also speaking oh. this isn't a question either uh, but apparently the minnesota twins also in 2019 started selling a uh, a chicken and waffle cone that was chicken tenders bacon strip drizzled in maple syrup in a waffle cone that sounds for, so messy for 1050 and i think that idea is so dope and i really want one but also Dude. as far as i can tell they no longer sell it and i'm pretty certain that that's why they suck now <laughs> <laughs>
1: i was about to say we're we're getting to minnesota asap i feel like that
2: would be brutal though like that's so messy i could just imagine the syrup being
1: everywhere
0: try not spilling it on the family that's sitting right there. yeah (laughs) it looks insane yeah Uh, but yeah apparently they don't sell it anymore um but uh you know let's we're gonna look there's not a lot of baseball news we're gonna move over to football for just a question so the atlanta falcons when they opened their new stadium in 2016 uh, they made a really big deal out of stadium pricing. Um, They it was really like fan affordable pricing or whatever. How much oh. were chicken tenders there?
2: Ooh, like, are we talking a meal
0: or just? The I'm talking. Tenders? I'm talking your standard chicken tender meal. It was okay. you know a basket of tenders and some fries
2: and a drink. Drink with
0: it. No drink. Yeah. Just a no basket drink. of tenders. Okay, yeah. okay.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Mm. See, this this is a tough question. Like, am I getting two tenders? Am I getting eight tenders? Like. I'm assuming it's not eight. If it's affordable, it's probably two. Seven fifty. I, I was thinking
0: six fifty. Okay. I'm gonna go six. Okay, yeah, good affordable prices. Atlanta undercut you six bucks. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. oh. straight. I want. Six bucks. I wanted
2: to say six, and then I heard Noah say the seven fifty. I was like, ooh, the fifty
0: cents yeah. nice. <laughs> six bucks, clean, got you a basket of tenders and Dude, fries. That's lit. I don't know if it's still the same but like that's what i found on like their like you know like promotional stuff when they first announced all
1: of it i bet it's not the same with this crisis we're in this yep this. probably
0: not it's probably like 625 or something <laughs> nuts dude. But, the uh, crazy
2: part is yeah. those prices compared to like california yeah prices oh, for those yeah. things
0: insane like, yeah now uh wow <laughs> For this, for this last question, we're going to get very serious. Uh, this is a very serious question about the supremacy of chicken tenders. And it comes from a very serious source. The USDA, every oh. week, releases a national retail report on different products. So it's, it's you know, uh, how much these products are sold to different retail outlets. Um, I, I have their report from last week on chicken. They break down what kinds of chicken are sold to retail outlets by type. What percentage is chicken tenders? Oh my god!
1: Of of just chicken, Chicken,
0: all basically any like chicken product stuff, like whole chicken, chicken breast, chicken wings, chicken tenders, all that kind of stuff. What what percentage does a percentage of tenders have? Tenders. I feel like it's gonna be low. Like I'm thinking, chicken breast
2: gets sold more than tenders, especially chicken wings. Maybe even chicken. I must say I must say, a solid 19.73%.
1: Wow. I think very specific. I was originally, I don't know. I was originally in like the 23%. Oh, I like that. Then I was like, maybe that's too aggressive. But I'm going to stick with that 23%. Like,
0: I'm kind of blown away. Brian. Wait. No. <laughs> <literally>. no. Brian. <laughs>
3: Brian. Wait, wait.
0: I want to know what it actually is. All right, here we go. I'm going to no. All right, so tenders are the third most popular. I will tell you the two the two that are above it. Chicken breast, 22.9% and drums specifically of wings at 25.2. Tenders are the third most popular brian at 19.8 oh <laughs>
3: <God. laughs> I, I was
2: gonna say 20 Dude, i was gonna say 20 and i was like i'll just say some trolley number right over 20 you were, you were
0: <laughs> within a tenth of a percent <laughs> or within a yeah 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 whatever yeah oh nuts within a few tenths of a percent hey, that's wild i'm the what fattest guy
2: on this podcast for a reason.
0: Um, no and so, I mean, that's it, it for my my questions. This last thing, it's not a question, um, but it is hilarious. And I swear to God, I am not making this up. It's on the first page of that USDA report, and it's the header is this week's chicken feature highlights, <laughs> and it's a breakdown. It's it's a breakdown of like just chicken stuff of the last week, and I'm gonna read it because this is gonna be the oh, end no. of our chicken tender update on the day so um, this is straight from the usda uh, during this week's ad cycle the chicken feature rate and activity index slightly increased but shoppers will have to look a little harder to find deals bagged fryers and roasters bo- uh, boost the whole bird section prices are trending lower white parts lose some momentum but lower prices for tenders and wings may keep buyers flocking dark meats also decrease promotional activity Prices are mostly steady, with the exception of boneless and skinless thighs. The freezer aisle slows down this week, but items are still readily available. The deli is using its increased features to focus on rotisseries, fried baked eight-piece, and tenders. Specialty items slightly increase its ad presence, while organics continue to simmer down. And that is this week's
1: Chicken feature. I hope I hope all of our listeners are saluting right now
2: (laughs) whoever wrote that had way too much fun, (laughs) (laughs) dude they release
0: one every week
2: (laughs) there's no way that guy doesn't sit down going what is like how do I make this just too much fun
0: I don't know it's got to be auto-generated or something it's wild it's but it's so good but there you is go there, there any highlight go. clips <laughs> <laughs> no it was no it, it's like a it's like an eight page like Jeez. very professional usda pdf but that's on the first page of it
1: uh, uh, That's uh, uh, that.
0: yeah so there you go that's that uh, is that, something
1: that's, that's we good need brian needs a chicken tender trophy immediately dude Dude. i i am shocked by that (laughs) i'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah
0: uh i'm about as shocked at that as i was when i found out that the rangers sold a two pound chicken tender which then like there was like promo pictures and stuff of and i was like dude that thing's insane like (laughs) that's a mental i gotta look i gotta look up this
2: texas i mean you should two pound chicken tender just
0: look up the foul pole
2: oh my that thing's definitely longer than a foot
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they, like, had, like, official, like,
1: <laughs> oh, <my." laughs> picture of this guy. is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it the guy just looking
2: at
3: it? No. They- <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my. I had a <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I found a picture of the same guy, but it was just him looking at
0: it.
1: Yep. This guy just with the end of it in his mouth his (laughs) eyes pointed
0: he's picking up the whole foul pole baby oh my yeah i mean it's awesome (laughs) i mean it just comes it just comes in this like that's the one i was talking about (laughs) yeah it like it like came in this like massive basket with just this big like bed of like oh. crinkle cut fries it's like the dopest Ridge. ballpark food ever oh my god it's sweet um yeah oh my i mean god yeah i mean that and the chicken and waffle cone were, i'm very glad um, i looked those up, those up some this side uh, this uh, chicken tender yeah I mean, chicken, <laughs> chicken tenders are important and i'm yeah. glad i'm glad that we got to spend our time doing that <laughs>
3: oh <my
0: God. laughs> you know um also, I don't know where to go next after maybe, that. I'm, not gonna maybe like, I, I'm just going to, okay. I'm going to bring up some grievances I had in the research process here. Dude, like there are no stadiums that just like list their concession prices, which like, I guess mm. I kind of understand because then you, you, you wouldn't go, but like, cause I was gonna, I was trying to like formulate a question of like, all right, you know, between like the teams Average that we're fans finger. of, like the teams that we're fans of who's got the most expensive chicken tenders. Definitely I giants. can't find any of their concessions giants they just oh it's probably the giants definitely the most (laughs) yeah but like they just don't list um they just don't list their concession prices it's wild yeah i don't get it the giants like chicken tenders
2: and fries is probably like 17 bucks i wouldn't be shocked
0: yeah i could see that
2: um
1: if you're uh curious uh what picture we're laughing at you could just check the non-stop baseball (laughs) podcast twitter <laughs> where it was teased with the picture simply saying you're gonna want to listen to the episode this month
2: <laughs> oh my i love uh, the mid-episode tweet
0: <laughs> that's good uh, oh. window, a window into the production of
2: this show, man, dude. this show so uh what do you guys think about joey gallo and his
0: opinion of shifts <laughs> i don't know how else to transition man i think he just needs to learn how to bat better uh, oh, um, I, I oh please
2: don't tell me that's your opinion.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's really not. Okay, bad. okay, okay. Um, I, I think true. that he he brings up a slightly valid point. Uh, the quote we're talking about from Joey Gallo, uh, he, he talks about how we need to get rid of the shift or at least change it a little bit. He says, uh, "I don't understand how I'm supposed to hit a double or triple when they have six guys standing in the outfield." Valid, fair, because <laughs> that is kind of what they do to Joey Gallo.
2: I mean- um when I saw Manny Machado catching a fly ball in right field, I was kind of like, huh, he plays third base.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, I think there should be, yeah, maybe some limitation Uh, something like infielders should probably not be allowed to line up on the outfield grass. But uh, it is just funny because you know, a lot of the responses to this joke to Joey Gallo saying stuff like this was like, cool. That wouldn't have stopped you striking out 200 times. <laughs> like it would not have made a difference there, dude. <laughs> you know, I, you've heard like
2: a lot, like they have to be on the dirt or something like that. Yep. I think it would almost be okay to say there has to be three infielders on the dirt and like the yeah, fourth guy can kind of roam. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I don't have a full on problem with shifts, but it is kind of dumb when it's like, two guys on the infield dirt and like two guys super deep on the grass it's like what are we doing here come on yeah
0: you've basically got like for joey gallo right like the shift is basically a guy kind of playing the line on first a guy essentially playing second base and then yeah well the second just... baseman guy is like <laughs> in the outfield against yeah joey but he's gallo. deep he's playing deep second yeah um, and then everybody else is just actually playing outfield <laughs> so i mean in my opinion i think three guys on the dirt it
2: Cause like you don't want to take shifts completely out of the game right it's part of base right and no, like if you can do something to set up to get a small advantage I think it's good but in the like opposite side like it does get a little ridiculous sometimes
0: yeah no i I agree it's it's uh
1: yeah it can be a little bit obnoxious
2: what do you think Noah
1: yeah. well I'm, I gotta <laughs> switch my what page I'm looking at <laughs> are you still looking
2: at a chicken dinner
3: <laughs> I still looking at the
1: guy um but uh I don't know because for me it's just like whatever the shift is you know just you know strategy and all that stuff though I do see like this whole you know keeping three infielders on the dirt idea I think that would be interesting because it is kind of weird at times but then also, you can make the game more exciting. I hate to sound like an old guy, but by just laying down a bunt. Right. You know, yeah, that's, on base. that's true. Runners on base is exciting, you know, if you, and if you start doing that enough, they're going to adjust. Um, because I understand, you know, the analytics of going for power and like launch angle on all that stuff. But also, if you get enough guys just beating the shift and going, getting on base, people are going to adjust. Um, yeah, I, but- I think there is a level of like,
0: make them play you fair. Yes. I, I
2: think the only counterpoint to that is I'm pretty sure Joey Gallo led MLB in bunts.
1: Yeah, but I mean <laughs> For hits, could even like
2: do it even more. I, I get what yeah. you're saying. But but it, it comes to a point. I don't want to see a full game of having to see like 10-15 guys laying down bunts because of shifts. Like if we get to that point, it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but uh here's my counterpoint to myself. Oh, um I love that it's that when the three batter minimum was introduced, I was, I mean, I've mentioned this before, but I was so against it. I was like, it's taking the strategy away from these managers when in reality it was just, but it is different though. Cause the three batter minimum, it wasn't taking strategy away. It was just introducing a new type of strategy to the yeah. game, which I guess you could argue that this shift would do, but I feel like it is very much limiting the sort of strategy and, you know, the value of the analytics team of a, uh, of a baseball organization though, I guess you're just going to have to get really creative with that. You know, you're sort of Rover guy because I don't know. I, I, I'm a, I would be willing have to question. limit shifts, but I don't want the whole, like every, yeah, like there's standard positions, you know, I'm more on, I'd be more on board with what you're saying. The sort of uh, three on the dirt, you could go wherever you want on the dirt and then mm-hmm. one, Rover sort of guy yeah.
2: uh another thing i just kind of thought of while you were talking and i this i don't think would ever happen but what if it was something where like three like it was a three on the dirt and then like two times a game or three times a game however many times you could just get as ridiculous with it as you want so you kind of have to plan out when you're gonna do it like when am i gonna put six minutes that field uh, yeah, bring like that brings some strategy no, yeah. but it's Man. dumb
3: yeah. yeah no
0: no no so that, if the yeah. goal is dumb strategy, I think there are better better <laughs> fair, ways to achieve fair. dumb strategies. Fair. And I
2: one thing I want to say is around Noah saying like at first, like with the pitcher thing, people were like, oh, it takes strategy away. And then you learn like, oh, it's a new type of strategy. I think that's what the anti-DH crowd, a lot of them are going to see. A lot of them are going to say at first like, oh, like it's taking away strategies with pinch hitters and pitchers being able to hit and blah, 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 blah. And then they're going to see the DH and they're going to be like, oh, just a different kind of strategy
1: so it's just a least way least. more fun type of strategy. <laughs> yeah
2: fair well at times I mean when Logan Webb hits a home run it's great
1: I well, mean like just don't DH time, yes. when he's on the mound then <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> um uh, well I kind of want to well hey let's do a little fun hypothetical free agent thing i had a question that i just thought of uh today that was who is going to be the most overpaid free agent of this class and who's going to be the most underpaid so meaning like when we look back after their deal is done who do we think okay they overpaid for him that was kind of a waste of money and who's going to be the one wow he really outperformed his uh contract uh i don't know if any of you have anyone in mind for either my,
2: my question is are we gonna do this based off of who is only players who have signed
1: or it's players? anyone anybody okay. anyone that is a free agent currently or has signed in this free agent class yeah. um yeah i guess uh i
2: mean I, I'll oh you want to go
1: well i was just gonna give you guys some time if you didn't have anyone but if you got someone Finally. I have a
2: very, very hot take one.
1: Oh okay. boy. Okay. Very
2: hot take. Uh I think there is a somewhat decent chance we see look back at this uh Max Scherzer contract and go, why did they give a 37-year-old pitcher 130 million? Yeah. Yeah. I think there is like I think you might because I mean we already saw the fatigue hit Max Scherzer late in the playoffs last year. Like he definitely wasn't the same Scherzer late in the playoffs that we're used to seeing. And yeah. maybe that was due to him pitching on short rest, blah, blah, whatever. But I think there's a very good chance where we see the last year of this Scherzer contract be rough. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. For but sure. I don't know if the Mets will care. I have another one that's less hot takey,
1: but I'll let you guys go in case one of you guys have it. Adam, hmm. do you have anyone or you want me to go? Uh, you can go ahead. So I have one that uh... – might break everyone who's listening's hearts and Uh also my own heart. (laughs) There's a chance. I, I don't know how to say You don't even want to say it. I don't want to say it. So I'll just, I'll say it with no lead up. Oh, Freddie Freeman. Oh, if you look at big money, first baseman in terms of free agent contracts, we have number one, Miguel Cabrera. Eric Cosmer too, Albert Pujols, not in like the top eight that I have right here, but also Eric Hosmer, the GOAT, uh, Prince Fielder, uh, Chris Davis. And uh, it's, it's just, a, it's just a position that historically, when you spent big on those free agents, especially in long, you know, over long periods of time, you don't always get it. I mean, I think Freddie Freeman has all the tools to really be a good first baseman for a long time but I think if there's an aggressive market for him someone's going to be paying a lot and maybe try and get another you know incentivize him with an extra year or so and uh he could look back and be like oh man Freddie Freeman awesome dude awesome career but I mean same thing as Miguel Cabrera just got overpaid in the end
2: I mean and Freddie Freeman's 32 he's not that young like he still has a couple years in his prime but He's probably looking at, what, a seven-year contract, eight-year maybe? Yeah. So I, I could definitely see that being true.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have I have my overpaid, and it uh, also might be a bit painful. Um, sorry, Brian.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. I agree. Brandon Belton? Oh, I don't Ooh, agree at all. don't agree? Really? <laughs> Who do you think? I thought you were gonna say Kevin Gosman. <laughs> oh no. I that I love I Kevin know. Gosman, but I think there's a chance that crashes not burn. But why I do you say Brandon Belt? I'm curious.
0: I say Brandon Belt because I mean he's 34. <laughs> he yeah, is no he is uh, definitely a, a lot older and he took his qualifying offer of what 18.4 million, 18 million or whatever. Yeah. Um but um I think that Brandon Belt is one that um obviously has struggled with with injury staying healthy being on the team a lot um and I, I wouldn't call him like streaky or anything but i I definitely think that he is he is he's going a little to bit be streaky you he's a little that. Bit streaky. I, yeah yes yeah. I when um, he's hot he's
2: hot when he's cold he's cold
0: yes and I guess yeah I, I guess that kind of moves into what I was saying which is that I think that when you are that much older as far as as being in baseball is concerned and you are you know known for getting cold or getting hot, I think that those those cold streaks start to become more apparent and more frequent. Um, and I definitely think that there is a possibility that we see a uh, maybe not a bad year from Brandon Belt, but certainly not an $18 million year.
2: Yeah, I, I agree mostly on the injury reason. Like Brandon Belt's struggled with a lot of injuries throughout his career. And I mean, the last two years when the Giants have had the new coaching staff, we've seen him be the best he's ever been. So, sure. like, if he's healthy, I think he'll be fine. But that's a big if. Like, he just hasn't stayed healthy. Yeah. Uh, the other one I was going to throw out is Starling Marte. And it's another thing. Age, his game relies upon speed. He got four years, $78 million. Well, are you telling me when he's 35, he's still going to be running around the bases? I don't know. Yeah. That's true. So, it's another interesting one. Uh For best deal,
0: I don't have mine yet. Either you guys want to go? um yeah i have one that i think might end up being really good um and that's kirby yates
2: yeah interesting
0: yeah kirby yates um and i guess this is a real uh, this is a real like like my dark horse of i think a really good deal um kirby yates was i mean technically on the blue jays last year but he didn't ever play um he basically didn't play at all in 2020 he didn't play at all in 2021 um, he's 35 um, but when you're when you're a relief kind of arm I think that the, the years can sometimes not be that bad of an effect um, but Atlanta picks him up for two years for like four million dollars and change a year um, for a pretty good veteran uh, bullpen arm um, and I think that the rest um, assuming that you know he comes back and is, and is anything, uh, resembling what we you know know Kirby Gates can do. Um, I, I think that Atlanta comes away from that looking very nice. It's interesting. Uh,
2: I just wanted to say this before Noah says, this, I don't know if he was about to, but uh, if Noah wants to follow through on his hot take, there's uh,
1: one specific player. I was be. oh my gosh, <laughs> I was just thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> so well, I'm going to say it that this yeah, is my official it. one. Yeah. Michael Lorenzen oh, because he's going to lead go. the angels in innings pitched.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you um,
1: go. But another one that I was looking at was someone who hasn't signed yet is Michael Pineda. I don't know. i have just feeling he might, he's going to probably just do a little one-year deal for not that much, but you know, it could be a nice little breakout candidate, but is that who you were thinking, uh, Brian? No. So
2: I, I have two players. One, is me being a Giants fan and being biased, and that's uh, Alex Cobb, because we've seen these pitchers struggle with good intangibles, come to the Giants, and have good years. I'd love to see Alex Cobb do good. I think there's a chance we look back. But the thing is, it's $10 million a year. It's hard to look back at $10 million a year and say that's good. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the other one I wanted to throw out is uh, way more of a shot in a dark, and it's a uh, Clint Frazier going to the Cubs for 1.5 mil. Oh yeah. There was a lot of hype yeah. around Clint Frazier coming up with the Yankees. Maybe now that he's in Chicago, doesn't have that New York pressure. I don't know. Maybe we see Clint Frazier. Honestly, if Clint Frazier's like half of what he was supposed to be, we probably could look back and say, "Hey, that was a great deal for the Cubs."
1: Yeah. And hmm. I another honorable mention is future World Series MVP oh. Yoshi Sutsugo. <laughs> <laughs> who will be traded from the Pirates uh, yeah, anyway through <laughs> awesome. the season because That's... he's going to be doing so good and he's just going to win World Series MVP. You heard <laughs> it here first.
0: <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of want to bring up maybe a player that has not yet been signed, and I, we don't even know if they will be signed, but I mm-hmm. have a feeling that somebody's going to pay uh, Zach Granke a little bit too much.
2: Oh, I, I kind of feel like Zach Granke's going back to the Astros if he pitches again.
0: Yes. I, I yeah, I guess also that's a big qualifier, right? Is if he even signs. I mean, Granky's 38, been pitching for I'm looking at Fangraphs, 17 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like he could very well not come back. Um, but his last two seasons were north of a four era, which is not very Zach Granky. Um, and uh yeah i mean he's just he's an older pitcher Um, but i think that somebody will pick him up off of name if he doesn't go to houston again i think someone will pick him up off a name and say too much
1: well i've heard some ramblings that maybe a good old reunion in Kansas city might be what's what's happening with him you know go out you know with that control go to a big old outfield ballpark get some flyouts with that good outfield they have those outfielders they have there and just uh Maybe join a little Kansas City team that might make a little bit more noise than mm, people expect him to. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Speaking of aging pitchers that have not yet signed, what do you guys think about Johnny Cueto?
1: I was thinking about maybe just throwing his name out there, just because he might do a you know similar to Pineda, like a little one-year deal that's not that much, but yep. I, I
2: think Johnny Cueto will end up going somewhere to eat innings. And we'll have a mid-four and chicken ERA. tenders, maybe even close to a five year A, honestly. I just yeah. I love Johnny Cueto. He's just not the player he used to be. Uh one True. more that I think <laughs> might end up getting overpaid is uh Kyle Schorber. He's been connected to the Giants. I like Kyle Shorber. I love watching him hit. It just I feel like after the year he had last year, there might be a team who just gets a little too aggressive after the lefty pop which i mean is not a bad thing to do i love kyle shorber but i think there's a chance we look back and be like oh he had a rough year
1: yeah well and it's like i don't know he's had his injury problems too exactly. you know like I don't know. I feel like certain certain guys they get the more injury prone label, but for some reason, I feel like even though Kyle Schwarber has been injury prone, he doesn't get that label quite as much. I don't know if mm. it's just kind of being a bigger guy uh, or what. Yeah, Def- yeah
2: that is, I get what you're saying. That is definitely
1: weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but we'll throw one more name because why not? Um, I think, and, and just because I like him, I don't know if he's on our list of this, uh, but I should have added him to that. I think Kevin Pilar will be good for a team
1: for a, a very little amount of money.
0: I, I think he'll be good for a bad team because
2: boy, is he a good locker room? Guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. As I say, he's definitely going to be a great locker room guy. That's, that's I, I don't know
2: sure. if he'll be good on a good team. I could see him being no good on, oh. like, a last place or second to last place team. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, love Kevin Pilar.
0: Oh, I love but, Kevin Pilar. I mean, he's, he's one of my all time favorite players. Um, I really do like Kevin Pillar. Um, but you know, he's a okay at best bat, but a plus defender um you know and i think that you know someone will sign him for eh, you know i don't know three million four million dollars something like that um and uh and they'll get a good player out of it
1: yeah and i feel i mean i could see him i don't know this is totally just a shot in the dark but going to just you know old arizona just being a sort of like a pseudo coach for those all the youngsters there throwing his body all over that all over that giant uh outfield you know
0: Yeah. Look, I just want to see Kevin Puller play more.
2: That's, that's (laughs) all I care about. You know, another interesting one that we could be looking back as a value could be Michael Conforto. I mean, he has, he's not that old and like, he, I don't know. I still don't know how to feel like a feel about Conforto, but he could end up being a good player.
1: And yeah, such a pretty swing plus defender as well. He's really worked at that area. I mean, you know, both Adam, when I sold them to you for to go to the Marlins, uh, <laughs>
2: not a fan of that.
1: But uh, <laughs> what? Actually, but, uh,
2: I, I shouldn't say not a fan of that. We are a big Marlins fan here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how dare you? Okay. We support no, any good you players know going to the. Marlins. I hope Conforto goes to the Marlins along with Carlos Correa, and uh, yeah, I don't think <laughs>
0: Correa to the Marlins. Boy, that would.
2: Why not? Right? Yeah, I mean, why um, not? You know, so as we're wrapping up today, I have this tweet that was put out where this guy put how to trigger an MLB fan base on Twitter in one phrase, and he did it for every team. Yep. Uh, yep. as an example, I'll say the Giants won first. Uh Posey is not a first ballot hall of famer. Uh I'd be heated if someone said that to me. So that's
0: not even the first thing that I would uh I don't even know if that's the first thing I would have jumped to. As but like he's talking trigger. about on
2: Twitter specifically, yeah. and
0: I guess yeah. that's probably true.
2: I would, as a Giants fan, if you told me Posey's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I would be pretty heated myself. Definitely should be. Definitely should be. Um, I wanted to see if you guys could try guessing your guys' teams. Um, the Red Sox one.
1: I don't know. Do think about that.
2: <laughs> and I know what it. I understand why it is what it is, but I think oh. they could have done something better. And the Blue Jays one is pretty funny, in my
3: opinion. Hmm.
0: i
1: trying to think of the Red Sox one. Uh, I
0: guess, I, yeah, I'm trying to think of a good like a Jays one that would actually, like, bother the Jays fan base, which is an otherwise, like, very, uh, I don't know, not heated group of people. If you guess, uh, want me to give a hint, let me know. I'll take you a
1: know. guess before you hint. Okay. It's just, like, the word Mookie or something.
2: No, it is not. <laughs> but honestly, I think that might have been better than what they put. That's funny. Yeah. It depends. I think in California say like, that
1: would. Uh David Ortiz
2: does steroids or did steroids or something like that. It know. does not. Mm. I don't think there is actually a steroid reference at all in here. Okay. Hmm. That's what I would have thought for the Giants. <laughs> yeah, the Barry Bonds. That, I guess yeah, that I would have thought like yeah,
0: if you want to you want to trigger Giants fans, yeah, you go, yeah, uh, Barry Bonds doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right I, mean, bonds, I think
2: bonds and posey are definitely the one for giants
0: yeah i can see that yeah i have no idea for the jays so do you want me to say
2: it sure or do you want to yeah. hit
3: yeah, okay, just for, the,
2: for the jays it is uh otani is the unanimous mvp what how does that trigger anybody on the J- like yeah true. I, I mean true. It, it is true i think most rational fans would say it's true yeah but, you know there is definitely some blue jays fans that didn't watch much angels baseball at all and they were like did you see bloody stats like i think there's you, definitely those blue jays
0: fans that exist uh, you okay, have wait. to be full on just like eyes covered
1: ears and they're not
2: plugged. saying they're not saying otani doesn't deserve to win it they're just saying you down i should have
1: had sure, some sure. votes yeah yeah i, okay. no, I mean whatever I think I have some guesses because now I'm thinking okay. these are all more like happened in the last year sort of type things.
2: Okay, the Red Sox, no. But
1: okay, because I was <laughs> going to say... Wanna,
2: if you want to go with them, yes. Because I was
1: going to say the Evaldi uh, curveball and the ALCS was actually a ball. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that pitch was called correctly. Um, yeah. The Red Sox one, which I think is an overplayed thing is 27
1: rings. So, uh. I mean, for the yankees. yeah but you weren't alive right. for any of them so yeah so, you, you, <laughs> yeah, you want to oh, know boy. what the
2: yankees one is oh. how many were you
0: alive for yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> That's i love that your response to the red sox is literally what the yankees would. it's true though it's the same kind of thing that you get in like in like hockey fandoms where it's like you know like the canadians or something are like yeah we have all of these rings and it's like yeah cool like a hundred years ago yeah <laughs> I'm big whoop dude when there was what six teams yeah. oh good job
2: <laughs> so i'm gonna go through and kind of say a couple of my favorite ones see what you guys think of them uh, for the Padres, this is an old favorite of mine to bother any Padre fan. Uh, anything about Eric Cosmer. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Positive or negative, just anything about Eric Anything, Cosmer. just bring oh, up his man. name.
1: That opposite field stroke. It's just, it's beautiful. Like, oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, man. I, yeah.
2: we have our friend Kyle, me and Noah, who we play softball with. Big Padres fan. Man, dude. Eric Hosmer makes a lot of errors at the first base, and I let him know about every single one. <laughs> yeah, man, great. that Eric
1: Hosmer. What a great point. heart. Great heart. Ah, great, great locker room great guy.
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know if I'd give him that. For the Mets one, Very handsome. is uh, <laughs> Cole is
2: better than DeGrom. Which is okay, just what? wrong. That's just incorrect. Just but factually incorrect. I, I could also see how a lot of Yankee fans tell that to Mets fans, and
0: Mets fans get oh, upset. Yankees so. fans tell themselves that to help themselves sleep at night. and give me, give me. Gerrit the best pitcher <laughs> in the league. Uh, for
2: for the Nationals, we have a uh, 2025 Yankees left fielder Juan Soto, which <laughs> I could gosh, understand sad. being very infuriating as a Nationals fan. Yeah, like yeah, I can see that. Uh, As much as I love our boys in Miami, uh, there's just three words, simply uh, Yelich, Real Muto, Stanton.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Well, I know Zuna too. You know, yeah. like I mean, I was to turn it. Yeah, I feel like, like, yeah, he, was yeah. Pro- he was productive. it was productive on a baseball field for a few years after he left. Before he had his issues. Yeah. I, mean, he yes. did things.
0: yeah, I feel like that's less of a like trigger the fan base and more of a just, it just make it sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make yeah like everybody else is getting angry and then you tell that to Marlins fans and they just go, oh,
1: <laughs>
0: we got jazz uh, now. we got jazz chiseled. <laughs> The
2: Phillies one very true. Bryce Harper is overrated. Uh, I feel like you say that to any Phillies fan, you'll have a very oh, you discussion. mean true that it
1: would trigger them? Yes, okay. yes. Not yes. that it no, is a fact. Not that statement. it's actually no, true. No, not a fact. I statement.
2: think Bryce Whoa. Harper is very good at baseball.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, think
2: in terms of making Phillies fans angry, telling yeah. them Bryce
0: Harper yeah. is overrated, I think zero. Bryce Harper is definitely like rated. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty
1: accurately. Okay, yeah. wait. I have a I have a question for you too. Yes. What would trigger the Phillies fan more? Saying Bryce Harper is overrated or that the Philly fanatic is overrated as a mascot. Uh
0: I, I, I think just saying Bryce Harper is overrated, I think will probably piss more people off. Because I think like I I would wager that uh, most people who are like fans of Teams are somewhat ambivalent about their mascots. I
1: don't think but they the care Philly that But the Philly fanatic is absolutely legendary. I would say he's sure. probably the
0: biggest mascot in baseball.
1: Yeah, he's the in Benny, baseball, Benny yeah. the Bull of baseball.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. He's the, yeah, he's the, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I think, think, people think those I think those Philly fans love the fanatic. And I think you'd get in a fight if you told that. I
0: don't know. Let me find someone from Philadelphia.
1: I just
2: think there's a lot of people who think Bryce Harper is overrated and correctly so. And Phillies fans, especially on Twitter, made it their mission to tell every one of those people they're wrong. And it just, honestly, I get exhausted just seeing people argue that Bryce Harper is not overrated. It makes me want to say he's overrated just from hearing people argue against Yeah. That's just that Philadelphia (laughs) mentality. The Cardinals one, the as World a Giants War. fan, I love. uh Posey is better. <laughs> Wait, Easy way so... to make some oh, Cardinals right. fans. Man, <laughs> I, I mean that's <laughs> just <laughs> true though. Oh, <laughs> I
1: agree. thing I will different say, players.
0: yeah,
2: that's what I was about to say. It's so hard to complain. Yeah, one of them is better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, one of them's named Buster Posey. The other just, one isn't. Duh. <laughs> dude,
2: in my opinion, they're both first ballot Hall of Famers. Oh, absolutely! That shouldn't be an argument.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Posey is better. Um. <laughs> they're both very, very good. Yeah.
2: Of the Astros, one is also great. Do you guys want to try guessing it? It's pretty obvious. <laughs> you cheated.
0: It, it's it. Trash, it just can says trash can sounds. Yeah, it literally is-
2: just trash can.
0: <laughs> yeah, trash can banging sounds. Um, or or I would I would also uh, honorable mention just putting an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs>
2: Actually, uh, the Dodgers one that I skipped over is 2020 World Series with an asterisk at it. (laughs) Uh,
1: I feel like saying 2017 World Series would trigger a a Dodgers fan more. I agree with that, actually. Hmm. I think they get way more
2: upset about that. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, The Angels one just hurts to read as a baseball fan, and it's uh, Trout, Trout zero playoff wins. It doesn't say Otani, but you could go Trout, Otani, zero playoff wins. and. That's just rough. You could just say zero playoffs. Like they don't play yeah. in the playoffs. No it's playoffs. just sad. Um, Ooh, playoffs. The White Sox one, yes, Monty Grindel's batting average. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's pretty I mean, great. yeah. Shouldn't the White Sox one just be Tony LaRussa?
1: <laughs> <laughs> or uh,
2: and uh it? that pretty much wraps it up of all the good ones. Yeah. The Reds one, Pete Pete Rose shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. That's Whatever I understand
1: both sides of that argument.
2: Yeah. RIP
1: um uh RIP Eloy Jimenez. <laughs>
2: no, that wouldn't trigger them, that'd make them
0: happy. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's funny. God, I would oh that would have remember when that was the season highlight? Was <laughs> Eloy dying and then coming back? I just refreshed my Twitter and saw the chicken dinner picture again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, oh <laughs>
0: Good stuff.
1: I don't know. I, uh, it's no, has you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Or I'm just you sad. Know, I want baseball so. back.
0: I want baseball. I want chicken tenders.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I got we don't have to spend too much time on it, but in in being sad, uh, I just had thought of something a couple weeks ago as one of these sort of unspoken tragedies of, uh, or negative effects of COVID on baseball was that it really just stopped the momentum that the World Baseball Classic had. The growth. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh my gosh, that 2017 World Baseball Classic was so fun. That legendary moment of Adam Jones robbing Machado. Oh my God. And, you know, finally starting to get more stars to do it. And now I just, with everything that's happened, I just feel like whenever we're finally able to do another WBC it's going to be a while until we really get back in it, you know? So yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just, yeah, just, it's a shame.
2: But honestly, dude, the WBC has so much potential. It just, with how long the MLB baseball season is, it's so hard to do it like right. Cause, like, yeah, even as is, we never saw the best US team we could have. Like, there's so many like saw, US stars that didn't play. We saw a good team, just not
1: the, yeah, we saw a very good team. Just not the and it could have awesome. So awesome. It was so awesome And just imagine with even more star players. Oh my gosh. Because it was
2: essentially an all-star game where the players were trying.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's such a that's what makes it. it
0: so cool. Cause like
1: and we see it,
2: all-star games, but it's not legit. Like they okay. All-Star you know
0: what was- though? The the new NBA all-star game format is awesome. It I don't know if best, you guys actually watched it. It is it's the, best the best professional the
2: sport all-star game.
0: Yeah, it's actually now the best part of All-Star Weekend. I mean, did you see the NFL's Pro Bowl? That was uh, That was bad. That was too real in bad. touch. Hey, yeah, that was rough. I can understand why, but also well, what were you gonna say? No.
1: You know, that was an excellent question. Uh, oh no, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's either an all-star game where both teams are trying or you'll see some, you know, small team of a bunch of guys you don't, haven't heard of before, but you're still just kind of having this awesome feeling of like, man, there's baseball all over the world. And like, there's some good players all over the world. I haven't even heard of these guys, but they're, you know, and just the passion is just on another passion. level, you know? And it was so awesome. Like, I remember like, uh, Colombia, like had, you know, had some guys you've known before, but they also had Jose Quintana when he was like, good. Uh, and uh, <laughs> just was like dealing for like five or six, like no hit innings. And it was just, Oh, it was so fun to watch. So please that's like my number one hope is that the WBC returns to where it was. And then beyond sooner than I'm expecting.
2: Yeah, man, it, it really is cool. Cause you just see the passion out of players who are like, they're not only playing the sport, they love, but they're playing it for their country. It's kind of like the Olympics. Like you just see a different level. And, I mean, I, soccer does the best at this where it comes to, like, countries playing each other, right? We have the World Cup. We have soccer in the Olympics. Yep. And you just see the passion. And we don't really get to see that in baseball. And the WBC was showing us that other level of passion beyond just playing for the team that pays you. And it was great. And I really hope we see it again sometime. Oh, yeah. than that,
1: sure. I ain't got nothing more. <laughs>
2: And all we have to do is to hope the baseball team comes back.
1: Yes, hopefully we look dumb for recording on Friday and somehow magically a deal is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. But, you know, case the owners the players go, yeah, by the way, spring training starts tomorrow. But do you know what? We're going to go see a sport
2: that is actually happening on Sunday. And I'm excited to go to the Sharks game. Woo-hoo! Yeah, sure Sharks. Sharks! Fun, fun. But I'm more excited to see them play the Seattle Kraken, so I can join the fan base of Kraken. <laughs>
0: and with that, it's a good place to end. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.
1: Later.
2: <laughs>
3: Goodbye.